Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. Happy New Year, Dean. Well, Happy New Year, John. <laughs> uh, it's been about a month and a half since the last time we were in studio recording. Yes. Yes, so indeed. Yeah. Lots happened in the meantime. The holiday season, obviously. How were your holidays? The holidays went exceptionally well. Uh, all things considered, it was good to be around people again. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we yeah. had family come over and, and all that good stuff. Everybody was healthy and, and, and happy. How about you? Yeah, same here. It was nice to kind of a little bit more normalcy, especially now that we're back to kind of not as normal again, you know, right? in short order. Yeah, but yeah they exactly. had a little window there of nice little bit of normalcy <laughs> for us, I think. So, yeah. Well, hey, uh, today, uh, kind of like we did last year, we're going to do a little bit of a preview of the year. This is we're entering our third year of this podcast. Can you believe we've been at this for this long already? Yes, I yes, I can. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. No, yeah. We're blessed to do it. Years. Well, we're blessed to do it and blessed to have a great audience. Uh, so, That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Awesome. So so we're going to preview some of our upcoming episodes. We've already got some stuff for, you know, getting ready to record and things we've got in the in the hopper that we know are coming up in the next uh, month or so. Uh, we'll give you some thoughts about the year ahead. And uh, I've got a fun little surprise for us, too, that even Dean doesn't know about. So uh, all that plus what's connect tech connecting with us. It's time to plug in and get connected. Welcome to the Tech Connect podcast. It's time to get connected. Hey, as I mentioned, we are back for a new season. Uh, we actually have a couple new sponsors this year. I as know. Well. Yes. So I wanted to take a moment to shout them out. Uh, so Data Logic and Intel, first of all, thank you both very much for being uh, you know, big time sponsors of the Tech Connect uh, program and the yes. Tech Connect podcast. We appreciate having you on board. That is in addition to our usual sponsors that we've been carrying over for the last couple of years, Elo, Epson, Honeywell, and Zebra. So thank you all for your support. You make this show possible. I uh, look forward to having uh, some of your subject matter experts and some of the brilliant people that you work with on the show to talk to us throughout the year. I was just about so, to say, hey, John, do you think they realize that now they got to supply some people I, to come on I, here? I and hope they do. Because that's the success of this show is all the other brilliant people that we bring on here, right? <laughs> that's right. It's not you and me. It's not you and me. Yeah, right. nobody's, nobody's here for us and our takes on everything. They're here for the other people. So. That's it. That's it. So you've got you to gotta supply those people. I'm going to be hunting your BDMs down and asking them to, to bring in some smart people. Hopefully you got some in mind. I know you do. Uh, well, well, Dean, looking thinking about this year ahead, is there anything you're excited about for this year? I mean, yeah. kind of hard to predict or plan stuff again or as always but what's what's got you excited i don't know there are still some things that you know we can get excited about a little bit here i got some personal things that i'm excited about like well star wars like we talked about <laughs> coming out and, and some good content that's coming yep, on yep. The, on the tv i think that's i'm gonna right. get back into biking which is one of those things that you know i've had this bike laying around i used to bike to work and all that kind of good stuff but oh wow uh, it's just one of those things that as you and i talked about i don't really make resolutions i'm not into that new year stuff but that that is one of those things that I dusted off the bike. I took it to the bike shop. I got it all trued up and stuff like that and ready to go. Yeah. Um, but we are excited, you know, from a marketing standpoint. Obviously, that's what I live and breathe. We live and breathe every day. 
pretty excited about some of the things that we're going to be doing there as it relates to video and video marketing and just diving more into analytics. I don't want to, you know, give up the ghost uh, on, on what we're doing there, but uh, content, we got some cool stuff happening there. And then technology wise, I mean, hey, I'm an EV owner, so batteries and what, what continues to happen there and how all this stuff rolls out. I don't know, maybe someday I'll get one of those solar roofs and, and completely take myself off the grid. <laughs> That's not going to happen in 2022. But anyway, those are just some things that are rolling around in my head. What about what about you? Gotcha. What's exciting you for this year coming up? <clears throat> you know, like I said, it's it's hard to feel like you could plan and predict a lot for this year again. Uh, you know, I mean, it's been that way for the last couple of years, but it's definitely, you know, it's one of those like, let's just take it as it comes. I do think I'm hoping at least that we are kind of going to see something of a quote end to the pandemic. Yes. In the okay. So that, that was on my good, what I think a good thing that might happen this year. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, you know, we've obviously we've got this Omicron variant that's, you know, blazing through everybody right now. It's highly transmissible. If, if, if there's a good time you're going to get COVID, it's probably going to be now, let's be honest. But that also means that maybe we're finally going to kind of move over that crest from, you know, the, the constant struggle of, you know, in and out of it and who can and can't get it to a significant majority of people either getting it or being immune or having their vaccinations, et cetera. So maybe we finally shift over to that endemic mode instead where it's like flu and we have, you know, seasonal COVID stuff or something. I don't know. Not that I'm excited about that either, but, and I know we're still probably another year or two off from really being comfortable about, you know, whatever it is in the future. But maybe at least maybe by the end of this year, we're in a little bit of a different place than we've than we've been the last few months or so. I think so, man. I mean, I, I think that that endemic word, I don't really I mean, we're all getting to understand these words and phrases as we go through this process, <laughs> pandemic, endemic. But but the reality is, is that there's continues to be fatigue around it. Right. And I think that's quite obvious in the fact that people got together over the holidays and whatnot. And it's just it is such a burden to live under certain aspects of a pandemic. And I think that the, the conversation is going to start going towards still protecting those people that need it. I mean, that's right. obvious. You know, if you believe that as as a virus continues to mutate, it gets a little bit less, a little bit less uh, of, a, of a threat or whatever. Um, then, you know, we're just going to have to transition the conversation. You got to protect those people that, that need to be protected, the elderly in this case, or uh, those who are immunocompromised or have other underlying things. Um, but, you know, for the rest of us, hopefully it just kind of turns into that thing where, yeah, you're still going to get vaccinated like you do with the flu for those right. that, that get a flu shot every year. Um, we're going to have to watch our healthcare systems because I think that, you know, as this bubbles up or whatnot, that's really the burden that I, that I think every honest person is still like, Hey, you know, it is what it is, but the burden on the healthcare system, if, if, if it's a burden in my area, people are going to start masking up around the area and stuff like this. I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see, but I do think that it's going to be really different in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that, you know, cause we're, we were just talking about events. We've been talking about events attending events uh, coming up like NRF. Uh, There's some other things that are going on. And I can tell you, just because we're meeting planners as well, there's just a lot of, uh, still a lot of angst around that. Mm -hmm. And people are canceling now because of Omicron. And I get it. You know, there's, there's the reason to do that. But some events are making some fairly rash decisions about how they're dealing with it and, and the protocols that they're making people go through, like daily testing and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, I, you know, events are one thing, but if you have to go to an event and be handcuffed by all this rigmarole, 
I, you know, I'm not, I don't mean to belittle it, but it just, it doesn't make an event an event anymore. Right. It's more like, Hey, right, I got to right. do all this. I got all these checks and balances. So I don't know. It, it'll just be interesting to see what happens as it has been for the last two years. Now we're going into our third year on this thing. Yep. yep. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see like, what, what is the comfort level that you have to create to get everybody to feel like, okay, we can do this. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because I feel like when we did Vartech last year, we were sort of at that point in some extent where I mm-hmm. think a decent amount of people felt fairly comfortable. We were also, well, in that numbers kind of, were low, right? Numbers they were, were really yeah, low at that yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah we right. were in that weird period where Delta was waning and we weren't seeing as much, you know, concern about that. And we were obviously before this Omicron variant had come along. So maybe Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just all about just these ebbs and flows and, and figure out where we're going. And I'm hopefully, I, I, ideally, it sounds like this, this Omicron variant may burn out fairly quickly. And maybe we kind of get back into a, another ebb for a little while where we can get some comfort level in. Again, get as many more people as possible vaccinated. Hopefully the, the young kiddos can get that way eventually too. So yeah, yeah. It's, let's, you know, again, trying to inject some positivity. I, I feel like we did the same thing at the beginning of 2021. And right. Right. There was a lot that didn't go right there, but then there was also a lot of fun times too. So, you know, let's, let's try again this year. Let's try to be positive and, and, and see if we have a different outcome. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you mentioned also the, uh, the whole uh, getting a bike thing and trying to bike more and having a bike and biking more. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that because we got my son a bike for Christmas and he, He's so far not quite good at it. I'm sure he'll, you know, get a little better at this summer. We can get him outside, but kind of makes me want to think about getting a bike at some point in the future to go riding with him. I haven't biked in a long time and that's something I could enjoy. I will tell you though, you had, you and Jen, James Cordy shamed me once when you guys were in here, we were talking about closing rings on our Apple watches <laughs> and you guys apparently just do it every freaking day with no issue whatsoever. And I'm, uh, and I feel good if I get like a random week every once in a while, well, I've been on at this point, I've been on a six week plus streak of closing my rings. Every nice. Day. So I'm proud of that. It was not you something should I, be. Not some resolution thing. It wasn't something I was actively like, I got to go do this. It was just, yeah. I just made a point out of starting to work out more every day. And, and, that's, and dude, now it's, it's just sticking with me. It's one of those things I got to do it. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, I wake up, I, I make it the first thing that I do in the morning. So I, I wake yeah. up, I have a cup of coffee, you know, it takes me 15 minutes, whatever, 20 minutes to get my bearings uh, in life. And then I just, I throw on my gear and I'm out the door. I'm either walking or I'm running. And then I do a light workout after that. And I've been doing it for years. And it's just like, it's like, now it's like brushing my teeth. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. if I don't do it, I'm like, oh man, I, the day feels weird if I don't start out that way. And I, I don't know that that was the success for me is having to get it into your routine. It's just, yep. it just turns into a way of life. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Good for you, man. Cool. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not a weight loss thing or whatever, you know, if it happens great, but it's more of yeah. a, you just want to be healthy and yeah, keep, right? the, keep the heart ticking along. Well, you know, that's right. Just, just feel good about myself every day. So. That's right. We got good reasons to keep on living for sure. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I don't have anything else in particular to talk about that, that excites me about this coming year, because again, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, uh, open-endedness, but you know, we'll take it as it comes. Wait, except for all, all the Star Wars stuff that we talked about back in December, well, you know, all the course, new content yeah. coming out. And, and I, I thought about us spending some time talking about Book of Boba Fett, but I'm sure we'll talk about it at our end of year. You know, yeah, it's fair. That's anyway. fair. That's so, fair. You know, we're only a couple episodes <laughs> in at this point. So, so yeah, as always, there's going to be plenty of Star Wars content this year and plenty for us to talk about when the year ends. That's fair. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely pumped about that. All right. Well, hey, Dean, I'm going to take a brief moment and uh, interrupt what you see on the uh the all right right now so last year 
when we talked about how you got your big promotion to VP of marketing at Blue Star and, you know, Marco and I went through a brief moment where we were like, man, what does this mean for the podcast? Like, is Dean going to not have time for this anymore? Am I going to have to find a new co-host? So you know, we weren't going to show you this. We figured, hey, you know, this should justify your reasons for sticking around because we figured out, hey, you know, maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, maybe some tryouts and see oh. if anyone else is good enough to fill the chair. And well, let's just go ahead and take a look at the results here. And Marco, uh, Dean, this whole promotion thing, I'm kind of concerned that he may not do the podcast anymore. And this is kind of our thing. We need to... It'll be all right, man. Well, Get him. Um, we got you... a line of people outside right now. Do we? Yeah, line of people. We're lots of lots of people out there to, to audition. Oh, sweet. Well, hey, start bringing them in, man. Let's right, do some I'll auditions. I'm sure we can find a good one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dirk Riverman. No, I'm... What? Okay, whatever. Let's next. Seems, uh, let's talk a little bit today about marketing plans. I'm betting you probably have a thing or two to say about that, don't you? John, I thought you'd never ask. Um, I feel like I've been preparing my whole life for this. Mm -hmm. I've got about 27-ish points I'd like to make. Let me start off by saying, you know, that's probably about it. I'm sure I missed one or two points, but you know, to be as concise as I can be, uh, that's what I got for you. I'm trying to be the new podcaster. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. <sighs> okay, um, yeah, we'll get back to you. We'll, we'll let you know. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Austin Hearn. The, no, we, we're, not, we're not doing tech trivia. Give me that. Where did you even get this thing Fine. from? John, there's a lot to unpack here today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm Josh Kelly. Smash! <sighs> Marco, um... I don't know if this is going to work out, buddy. No, like, I, there's a few more out there. We're fine. Yo, what's up? I am, uh, what's the, I'm D-Rev, man. Okay. Um, uh, well, uh, today on the show, we're talking about, um, oh man, we're talking about cannabis, aren't we? If you want to. Yeah, I like <laughs> cannabis, man. What, what do you want to talk? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. B. Out. Get out. Get out. There's a lot of great stuff we baked out on that podcast today, John. No doubt. And I'm Derek River Rat. You're, wh why is everyone keep doing this? Hey, Sam, we're doing a, we're doing a podcast here. I need you. I'm busy. Okay. Really? Really? Connect with me, yo. Connect up. Argo, I just... I can't. They're, it's not the same. We... We need... Hey, wait, wait. I just got a message from Dean. He's still going to do the podcast. Oh. 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 Thank God. Hey, um... We better not tell him about this no. at all. He'll never know about it. Okay. We don't have to tell him. Perfect. We'll get we'll get all them to sign uh, non-disclosure forms. Yes. That. Can't talk exactly. About it. Okay, good. All right. All right. Great. Our jobs well, are safe. Okay, let's get out of here before he finds us. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That is one of the best videos I think our department has ever created. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, if that doesn't prove how much we need you <laughs> on this podcast, 
You're irreplaceable. There you uh, go. There you go. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. You can't get rid of me that easily. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, first of all, if you normally listen to this podcast via audio only, I will drop a link in the show notes directly to that part of the video so you can check that out because you might want to check it out. There's a lot of visual gags in there you might appreciate. Big thanks to <laughs> Patrick Trout, James Cordy, Christy Schulteis, D. Joseph, Marl Bile, Josh Kelly, Dwayne Roebuck, Austin Hearn, Whitney Garrity, Terry Barker, Sam Hughes, Rodney Schaefer, and of course, a big time thanks to uh, Mark Ryan, Marco, for making this happen, recording, editing. A lot of this was his idea, and uh, and we decided to run with it and put something fun together for you. So. Our team rocks, don't they, John? Uh, they, they do. Those guys Very are awesome. So. That is Everyone awesome. was game for this, but we basically did almost all this right after our little uh, white elephant party last week. Got month, it. You know, Got so, it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, everyone was game for it, so <laughs> a good time. So, so again, you're irreplaceable, as we've clearly proven here. So. All right. Well, hey, let's shift gears here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, let's think about our you know the, the world of tech and our channel of yeah. course yeah are there any big topics or trends or tech in 22 do you think are going to leap out you know is, is there stuff that you're looking keeping an eye on whether it's in the channel or beyond you know well so let's talk uh in the channel real quick and and uh, we've got some good topics that i think that we've got lined up for the podcast but you know rfid just the whole internet of things sensors that type of a thing is going to continue and we talk you know almost ad nauseum around here about the need for solutions integrators resellers to have a good tech stack so uh, those are a couple technologies uh, again, embracing software development companies, getting to get those relationships going as it relates to some of those types of things. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I'll dive into like AI, uh, vision, uh, anything around, you know, cameras and, and visual technology, um, I, you're going to continue to see a run on. So there's there's a variety of things that I think are happening in our space uh, and on the fringe uh, that, that are going to continue to have an impact in uh, 2022. And I'll throw edge computing on there, right? Because yeah. a lot of stuff's going to have to happen on the edge in order for all this stuff to occur that's not going away uh, either. I don't know. What do you think? You know, is, let's stay in the channel real quick. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? It, the one thing in the channel that kind of occurred to me, and we actually do have an upcoming episode where I think we're going to get into some of these topics, but it's the idea of like, you know, what's going to happen with the supply chain? Obviously, we have established that supply chain is kind of broken in a way, in, and not just because of the pandemic. I know everyone wants to just say like, oh, it's because of the pandemic. But the pandemic, I think, is it's just exposed a lot of problems that already existed in supply chain and in the mm -hmm. way we approach we approach that the way the way a lot of the supply chain it hasn't been ready for these new consumption models the new models of e-commerce and the demand for you know uh you know on time early fast delivery type stuff so i'm, I'm curious is this the year that you know we're going to be able to work with a lot of our supply chain partners and, and help this industry start wising up to some new technologies and some new innovations that they just have maybe dug in their feet and been uninterested in or just haven't been able to find the way to figure out how to make that a, a new part of their business. So I, there's something's got to happen. Like it's, you know, this is, it's unsustainable. We can't let something like this be such a, an easy disruptor 
in the future. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping maybe yep. there's some opportunity there for our VARs. And, and again, we have an episode coming up where I think we're going to kind of start diving into some of that topic. Well, and I think that it, you know, one, of the, one of the trends, I was, of course, reading some articles in preparation for this about what's going to happen in 2022. And, and I did stumble across an aggregate article that, that took like uh, feedback from 300 different post articles, whatever, uh, and kind of mm-hmm. aggregated the response. And one of the things that, that we talked well, we haven't talked about it in a long time is the onshoring trends that will continue. And that's so what that means basically is manufacturing, certain elements of the supply chain are going to come back either to the U.S., in in this case, into America, or very close by. You know, maybe it goes to Canada, maybe manufacturing comes to Mexico, or it's a little bit closer to uh, to the manufacturing process. So when that happens, that that develops more opportunities for the people that are in our space, typically, you know, obviously on the transportation logistics, barcoding side, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's going to be you know, you see figures that there's going to be a global four point whatever uh, growth uh, uh, that, that's in place. But I think that there are certain areas of the economy that are prime for continued outperforming growth. Uh, and in, in are, are, certainly the resellers need to be prepared for that uh, in their offerings that they're going to have. So, yep, yep, I agree. But what about, you know, just beyond the channel in the, in the world of technology in general, what kind of stuff are you paying attention or looking for this year? So I was reading another one. Meta's metaverse Ugh. plans will fall flat. And I like that, that prediction. I don't, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. My reaction to metaverse is like, Ugh. you know, it was the topic around Christmas and the holidays for us. You know, I had to explain it to some people and, you know, and other people were like, uh, so anyway, uh, you know, that's one of those technologies. I, I'm I'm pretty good if it if it goes away, you know, <laughs> or at least. Although I did try. Have you ever done VR, by the way, or like I, you know, put I, on the honestly, Oculus? I have not. No, and I know I'm. That's probably something I would enjoy, but I have not actually done. Dude, that. you got to try it sometime. And we yeah. so so a family member got one and they brought it, uh, and I only had it on for a couple minutes. But it, I mean, it is fascinating. It looks. You know, it's not, it's whatever. It's it's not, I don't want to call it 8-bit technology, but it's not like, it's not photorealistic. It's not like right, you were right. looking around photo. It is obvious you are in a game that was probably right. written in the early 2000s kind of a thing. But <laughs> but it's still, I, I get the technology and I get why people are excited about it. But I mean, back to reality. And by the way, I, I'm kind of hoping that some societal things are kind of a back to reality. We had a lot of shocks to our societal systems yeah. through you know, the pandemic and some of the other things that are happening, especially here in the U.S., but there's just going to be have to be some leveling that, that happens there. But, yeah. um, you know, the other thing that uh, that I'll throw on the table is that, you know, I was reading that big tech's going to get even bigger. And, and I know you and I have talked about it. Uh, I don't know that it'll have a dramatic impact on our channel, but our lives, you know, and the fact that the just big technology continues to get bigger uh, and what that means and if whether or not, uh, you know, our legislation will start dealing with it and, and stuff like that. We'll we'll have to see uh, what happens there. Uh, another bad thing that I was reading about is what they're calling an unequal recovery. So when you think about it and, and, and really here, the optics are gl- more global in nature. You know, you have. Mm-hmm. Your developed countries that have a vaccine, you know, maybe they reach the endemic in, in 2022, but there's certainly a lot of parts in the world that won't. Uh, and so right. you're going to see this unbalanced, unfortunately, unbalanced recovery uh, could could happen um, as well. The last thing I'll throw out there, because this does play into our world and the need to have a good security 
option in your tech stack that unfortunately mm -hmm. ransomware is going to continue to uh, to ramp up. That's what, you know, some articles I was reading about. And, you know, that's just one of those things that it's there, right? It's just, it's constantly right. there, ransomware or, or viruses that, that happen on your computer and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, so just, you, you got to have a good solution for it if you're a solution integrator. Yep, I agree. And the thing about the whole ransomware thing too, I feel like we're going to get to a point where it's no longer going to be simply the giant companies and huge corporations, healthcare organizations. Yeah, I understand that's where the big bucks are potentially to go after for these hackers, but I could see this eventually becoming something that just, you know, random small businesses and small organizations could get hit by easily. Absolutely. Because the tech is going to become easier and easier for them to implement and throw out there. And yeah, and, and it might be, that's a good, probably a good case for you to start having those conversations with customers and telling them like, Hey, listen, uh, this I, I you may think this you're not big enough or important enough to be hit by this, but that doesn't mean they're not coming for you at some point in the future. And now's the time to get yourself secure before that. So absolutely. And then and just think about the dramatic effects that'll have on a business that, that can't doesn't have the resources to throw after something, even just a, yeah. a mid-sized company that's 100, 200 employees, something like that. It can be devastating to be down for days. I mean, you know, come on, you can't you, it just. Yeah. Oof. yeah. So, yeah, you know, I agree. Well, it's funny. I noted on my notes, you probably saw it on the the, the uh, cue sheet I sent over. I said, are we going to be laughing about the metaverse next year? So I totally <laughs> agree with you on that one. Uh, I, and it's funny because I keep hearing so many places talk about like, what are we going to do with this in the metaverse? Who's going to do what in the metaverse? But what I don't hear is I don't hear run-of-the-mill people talking about it at all. Right. And granted, right. I get that like new technology can take a long time to trickle down to everybody else. But I also, you know, I just, I don't know. It's one of these things that it sounds like, a, it sounds like an idea that's just a pie in the sky kind of idea to gain some traction for, especially for Facebook. We talked about this. We had our Tech Bytes episode. Like it's pretty ironic that right after like some very damaging information came out about their practices and, you know, and, and what they do as a business, suddenly they're rolling out this new name for their company and this whole new concept and trying to invent the future of technology. Yeah, I, I just don't see it necessarily happening yet. Maybe we can be completely wrong. Maybe by this time next year, we'll have egg on our face and be like, well, we were wrong about this as we're, as we're podcasting with our VR goggles on you know, <laughs> in some kind of virtual room. But that's yeah. my other thing. And I think I mentioned this before too. Like, those of us who wear glasses, those goggles are not something fun. I mean, I don't want to wear the, something like that most of the day anyway. Right. But especially over glasses. Like when I go to a 3D film, nothing annoys me more than when I have to put on 3D glasses over top of my regular glasses. Like I can't, these aren't going away. I've got to wear them, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just, you know, until you create like the Star Trek holodeck room. Yes. You know, where where right. I don't have to do anything different other than just walk into a room and turn a program on. Count me out on this one. for Yeah. Now, so. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, going back to the commentary on it, because, you know, crypto NFTs, the metaverse, you know, I often wonder, is this just a, is this just a, a game for the, those that can, so I don't want to say the rich, yep. but you know, for those that have the means and the ability to do stuff like this, I mean, I don't, there's not an NFT out there that I can afford that I'm aware right. of. And so right. you see all this buzz about it, but it's coming from, you know, uh, whatever people that are of, of the, the means that can do it, whether yeah. they're a celebrity, whether they're whatever their family's rich or, or whatever. It's just, it's to your point, it's not down here where the rest of the world is living, you know? Nope. I mean, I, why would I ever buy an NFT? And, and I don't know, maybe NFT is one of those things. I was starting to read an article that's like, well, maybe there is some run here. You know, when you, when you talk about the, 
um, the, the ability for creators, uh, I guess the creator economy, uh, you, you're seeing right. that some trends that that'll continue on. And, and so if you're creating content or whatever you're creating in a digital space now, okay, now the NFT makes some sense in the, sen- in the sense that you're making unique one item or something like that. But I don't know. Uh, or maybe to as... protect like an artist's right you know, creative, creative integrity and like their copyright, if you will, by having this encrypted NFT that they own. But then again, that still becomes more of just a, you know, keeping, keeping creative efforts in the hands of creators. And so other people can't, you know, make money off of them when they can go back and verify like, no, I have this encrypted, you know, version of this that I originally created that proves this is mine. I still, unless, you know, unless they decide they want to sell it off to make some money for themselves, I don't see where that value necessarily lies in that either. But yeah, that was my other point I had here is like, I'm curious if this is a, is this something of a make or break year for this whole idea of crypto and NFTs? Maybe not. I, I could see this having some life. The cryptocurrency thing's been running for a while now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm curious if, are we going to get to a point where people are just going to decide like either this is a thing that's going to happen or a thing that, that most of us just can never actually get involved in? And I, and I know this was someone else's idea. I think they said on, a, on another podcast I listened to, but someone pointed out, I, I wish I could remember who, that what's likely to happen is that there's going to be some major corporation or brand that's going to try to get into this NFT game at some point by in some way suggesting like, you know, you can have access to a certain type of experience or a certain type of product only by purchasing NFTs or Ah. in some ways, you know, to try to figure out a way to make it happen for, for the random people basically. And that to me, that that sounds like a way that like, we're going to find out, like, is this going to work or not? Like, let's say, I don't know, let's say Nike says, Hey, we've got, you know, a brand new line of shoes, but it's only, available if you purchase the nft or something of whatever it is you're buying mm-hmm. it's only available if you purchase in crypto it's the only way you're going to get this and it's something that's they think is going to be hot in demand and like are we going to see that happen are are enough people going to buy it to, to justify them and other brands to keep doing the same thing or is it going to be something where very few people buy it except for the riches of the rich and then we realize like no this isn't a this isn't a thing after all <laughs> and maybe that's where it lands, right? Maybe. I don't know. So I that's that's kind of my take on it is I'm not saying it's not going to happen because I you know, you never know what's what, with some of this stuff, but maybe this is the year, or at least in the next couple of years, where we kind of really decide one way or another, is this stuff and and a viable form of currency and transaction. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't either. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's wrap this up by talking a little bit about some of uh, what we've got coming up on the podcast. Yes. So, uh, I've been hard at work over the last couple of months in our time since our last recording, booking some guest stories. We've already got several podcasts lined up to get us to the next couple of months already. Plenty of them recording in the next couple of weeks. In fact, uh, our next week, our first uh, regular podcast, we have a, a check in with Jeff Smith uh, about government. So we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the government world. There was a whole lot of money that just got dropped from a Still. spending bill. Absolutely. Uh, that uh, is going to have a pretty big impact on our channel over the next several years. Uh, so we're going to get into a discussion about that with him. We've got a discussion coming up about RFID and asset tracking uh, with one of our folks over at uh, A to B Tracking that's coming up. Uh, James Cordy is finally going to make his return for the finale of the demand generation trilogy the challenge customer he's left us on this cliffhanger for this he long has. i mean come on man yeah 
He's a busy guy. He hasn't even finished the book. He promises he's going to get to it this week for me and give me some talking points. So we're going to wrap that up with a discussion about how you can use content marketing to actually create demand generation. Uh, we've got a, uh, an episode about supply chain mobility and e-commerce trends. I mentioned earlier, you know, this whole idea of supply chain wising up and trying to incorporate new technology and where the low-hanging fruit might be for that. We've got a good podcast about that coming up. And we'll also get into some stuff about uh, label print management, which is a nice way for uh, businesses like uh, warehouse, DCs, manufacturing to to save some money uh, by putting a little bit more management behind their printing. So lots of fun stuff we got coming up already with, yeah, not, with smart people that aren't us. That's right. With smart people that aren't us and, and, and some more topics too. I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, you, you've done a great job and, and we have some additional things that I think they're on, whether it's omni-channel, whether it's diving a little bit more into IoT. Uh, now with some of the additional sponsors that we have, we've got other uh, subject matter experts. But, uh, but hey, let's not forget, you know, we're probably going to do some live podcasts as well, right? right? I mean, we're yeah. going to go down to Vartech. Uh, we'll be doing that. That was kind of cool. I think yep. we'll also, John, you and I were talking about t- trying to tap into our Tech Connect program a little bit more. I know you're much more involved on in some of the end user demand generation, uh, but kind of tapping into that because what we want to bring to our community are some of these new opportunities, right? And and a lot of what John is involved in is is some of this, you know, he's, he's doing end user demand generation on some of this cutting edge software bundled solutions that really kind of speak into various areas, whether it's AI and stuff like that. Uh, so we're going to try to tap into that universe and try to bring some of those people on throughout the year uh, as well. And oh, by the way, our European office is also going to start doing a podcast. So we might have to help them get off the ground a little bit <laughs> and get them up to speed. Maybe have some some of the European folks come over, do a little cross-pollination, you there know. You uh, yep. Maybe yep. we'll do a little bit of that in 2022. What do you think? Yeah, help them, help them realize, learn from our mistakes, basically. <laughs> here's how we screwed everything up in the first six months or so before we got it right. That's right. Here's, That's how, right. here's how you can come out of the gate not doing that. Yeah, so. much stronger than us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of fun, exciting stuff to do. And you're right about like the TechNex program and some of the folks we have in there, you know. Yeah, the, the, there's, there's oftentimes when I will be working on a content marketing campaign and I look at the the technology being presented and the solution being presented, I think, man, this is a smart idea that I've just never thought about before. Very useful, very good. So yes, those are people that I will be tapping their shoulder and saying, hey, now that we've done this campaign with you, you, know, you scratch our back and come onto our podcast and talk a little bit <laughs> about yeah, about how, you know, how solutions like this impact that particular industry. So yes, we'll definitely try to do more of that. But we do still need a little bit of help though. And oh yeah. Because while again, Dean and I and all of our, our great fantastic sponsors can come up with plenty of ideas for for the podcast, for topics, we need your help. We need you to keep sending us your ideas. So we had a topic challenge that we were running. We started uh, back in our last batch of episodes where if you deliver a topic to us, what you want to hear about, subject you want us to dive into, technology you want to learn more about, a particular partner or sponsor you want to hear from, or you've got someone to recommend to us, we want to hear that from you. Just for sending us an idea, we will send you a Tech Connect podcast t-shirt. I've seen the design. looks amazing. I don't even have one yet. I want one of these things. <laughs> but we will send you one of these t-shirts so you can wear it all around and show off the podcast that most people you know probably haven't heard of, but that's okay. Uh, you'll look smarter for doing it, I promise. Uh, and if we do take your idea and decide to actually build an episode around it or out of it and use it, we will send you a $100 gift card. So boom, get paid. Uh, yeah. I mean, seriously, just send us an idea and you could get free money 
or you, at the very least, you're going to get a t-shirt. And I mean, even if you don't like wearing t-shirts, you could use it as a rag or something. <laughs> I don't care. You know, like, just give us some ideas. We'd like to hear. Them, so. Yeah, yeah. so we're extending this out. I think originally we said we would do this through January 15th. We're obviously past that as this episode's coming out. I'm going to say through the end of Q1, we will still keep taking these ideas. From Absolutely. Uh, yep. So, so through, through the month of March, send us an idea for the podcast. Uh, we'll hook you up with a t-shirt and you might even just get some money out of it. So we want to hear from you. Oh, Hey, let's say how we can do that though. That's obviously the important part here. So yeah, first right. of all, the, the easiest way to get us, you can email us at tech or you email us tech connect at bluestarinc.com. You can also find us on Twitter at tech connect pod. You can send us a direct message there if you like, and you should also be following us there. And of course, as always, we want you to be liking and subscribing to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button for the episode, subscribe to our channel so you can get notified when new episodes come out. We're going to be, I think, doing a lot more cool video content this year too. So you might see some other cool stuff popping up. Uh, and if you're listening on your audio podcast or a choice, leave us a review if you can. Spotify, I know, offers reviews now, so you can leave reviews there. If you're an Apple podcast, please leave us a five-star rating review. Again, if you feel the need to reach out to us, techconnect.bluestarinc.com, at techconnectpod on Twitter. All right, Dean, let's wrap things up with our fun favorite segment that we love, What's yes. Tech Connecting With You. This is where we get to talk about something from the world of science, tech, innovation that has got our attention, caught our eye, something we were excited, interested to read about, or maybe something that is terrifying us and could be the end of <laughs> humanity as we know it. It can, it can go either way. So what's tech connected with you this week? Well, nothing that's that terrifying. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to go easy. Dude, dude, I, I love this story that came out, the James Webb Space Ah, that's telescope. mine too. Is it seriously? Yeah, All right. Say one. Oh, no. Well, then I can go on to something yeah, else. Yeah, you know, right, you go ahead. We'll, let's, we'll share let's this. Riff we'll on it. Well, it. you yeah. and I are geeky that way, I guess. You know, it's, yep. just, it's one of those things. So if you don't know what this is, this is that telescope that NASA threw up into the uh, – into the universe, if you will, and it's a tennis court size sun shield or, uh, yep. that they're putting out there that kind of erects itself, you know, as as it gets deployed. Uh, and what it's supposed to be able to do is peer all the way back to the very beginning of the galaxy in the universe, you know, by being able to see, you know, more than 14 billion light years away uh, and what it's been, when it's been able. So it's just fascinating, right? I don't know why you and I get caught up in, in some of these things, but you know, as I was talking about, and as you and I were growing up, I mean, the space program had such an impact on your life, you know, you yep. stopped and you watched the shuttle or, you know, you just you heard about the moon landing and stuff like that. And it's just it's it's hope is what it means, really. I think a lot of yep. people get oh, that's it's cool because there's just hope and, and new things that'll be found. So I don't know. I was drawn into it. That thing's out there right now. It's it's completely unfurled. So yep. and it was yep. successful. So right. Thumbs up to, to NASA for being able yeah. to do that. Everything's going well so far. I got some like some little stats and, and some go for details it. around it that I pulled up. So yeah, so this launched on Christmas Day. Uh, it was three decades in development on this particular <sighs> satellite. Uh, it is 100 times stronger than the Hubble. Uh, so, well, let's the pause there for a second because Hubble, when brought back some amazing oh, yeah. imagery, just we unbelievable. Have, we have seen parts of the of our galaxy and the universe as a whole through Hubble that we never ever dreamed of being able to see, and now that's just like that's old news. This thing is <laughs> going to be able to even do even more. So it's study it's studying the universe using infrared technology, which is why they had to have this giant sun shield thing that they unfurled I think a couple weeks ago now uh, to to basically to absorb as much heat as possible 
cool because apparently to to do this kind of study in infrared and use this technology requires extreme cold temperatures, which yes, space is extreme cold, but in the nakedness of space also, if you're in the path of sunlight, there can be a lot of warmth actually that starts coming off there. So this way it can absorb any of that kind of warmth from the sun or from earth. What I thought was cool also is it's as it now that it's unfolded, it's moving to this part called, I think it's called a Loringer point, yes. which is a spot that's kind of in a place between the gravity pool of the sun and the earth where it can say, stay fairly stable. So it, it'll, it will move like basically it's kind of is almost rotating the sun along with us, but it'll stay in earth's shadow of the sun. So you won't have any direct sunlight on it. And it'll also stay stable enough so that they can do this kind of research without a lot of movement. And again, without those random spikes of potential heat or whatever that could interrupt it. So just isn't that cool. Really, just that alone really is smart. Cool. It's yeah. fascinating. They, they did so much work on this. Like they, you know, they did extensive tests with unfurling that it's like these hair thin sheets. Yes. Uh, A foil. For this, like this that, shield. Yeah. 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 And, and they, and they, there's like five pieces to it. They had to be very slowly and carefully unfolded. And apparently it actually, when they finally did it, went so well, they thought it would take them like a week or so to get it all unfurled, but they got three sections within a day and the other two the next day because it went faster and easier than they expected. So kudos to them. It's a marvelous feat of engineering, and it sounds like we're going to get some really cool stuff from us starting. I can't up, wait to see some of that late, data. Late summer? I think late yeah. summer is when we yeah, start, yeah, yeah, yeah. start yeah. getting actual feedback yep. from it. Because so. it has to cool down. To your point, it's got to get out of the sunlight. Yep. It's got yep. to cool down uh, a little bit. But fascinating stuff. Can't wait for the data, whatever, to start coming back so that they can yeah. start parsing through well, it and see what I remember starting to see some of the images from Hubble. You know, Some of these images that are in the last few decades or so that have come through that the Hubble telescope provided for us of just amazing views of these different galaxies and just the way, you know, the way some places shape up around the universe. We never expected all these things we've learned. I can only imagine how much more we're going to get out of this. So, so let's yeah. stay in space for a second. What's your take on Elon? Didn't he come out and say, so we're going to be on Mars in five years. Did you, did you hear that bold statement? <laughs> uh, I take everything Elon Musk says with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hey, you Still, know. I, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen a Cybertruck rolling around on the road yet, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I'm not saying it, he doesn't come up with some good stuff. There's not some good stuff that Tesla can put out there. But, you know, and, and right. obviously SpaceX has been doing some amazing work, you know, that, kind of keeping the space program alive at this point. But, yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah. You know, that's that's what I'll take with a grain of salt. I think it'd be awesome. I, and I, I suspect we'll get there within our lifetimes. But five years might be a little a little too ambitious. A little too ambitious. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. you know. If anybody can do it, I guess he's got more money than God. So, you know, <laughs> give it a shot. Although that Hyperloop thing under Las Vegas has quite is turned into like the joke of big uh, fiasco there. Oh, yep. my yep. gosh. Did you see some of that video or the Tesla's yep. like it's like it turned into a traffic jam? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you literally <laughs> can't get out sailing. Of it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got some work to do there. I, I mean, I guess, you know, all all great innovation comes with, you know, some hangups and snags along the way. It's just when it's someone like him who it gets very vocal about. Yes, very public and, about it. Right. And, and, and is very obviously, you know, trying to pretend like he's got the the solution for these things. And then they kind of fall flat on <laughs> their face. It's, you get a little bit of that schadenfreude where you kind of go, hey, laugh at him a little bit. You know, so can't help it. 
All uh, right. Hey, that's what's tech connecting with us for this week. Yeah, uh, lots of good I, stuff in 2022 coming up. Yep. Exactly. So as I mentioned, next week, we are back with our first regular episode with Jeff Smith uh, to talk about government. Lots of great stuff coming. Hope you guys are subscribed. Uh, and again, let us know if there's something else you want to see. So for Dean Reverman, I'm John Martin. Until next time, uh, keep staring at the skies, man. You know, there's cool stuff up there. I promise. There's, I know the world down here kind of sucks right now, but the world up there is kind of cool. But still, exactly. So. And uh, as always, stay there. TechNet Podcast is brought to you by ELO. Purpose built for point of sale, the ELO E Series 2 offers a 15.6 inch touchscreen display, Intel's ninth generation Celeron processor, and an integrated expansion hub to connect the peripherals you need. From cash drawers and printers to barcode scanners and payment devices, there is connectivity to cover it all. For added flexibility, the E-Series 2 offers models with Windows 10 or no OS, providing businesses the best solution to customize for their environment, covered by a three-year warranty. To learn more, contact your Blue Star representative. TechNet Podcast is also brought to you by Zebra. Dean, would you say that healthcare budgets are probably kind of tight right now? Ooh, a little bit. Yes, sir. Or always kind of tight. <laughs> You know, there's always I mean, that technology thing happening there in healthcare. No doubt about it. Exactly. Well, I, they are tight, but quality technology is still a must, right? Yes, absolutely. So you can help your customers on both fronts with Zebra's TC21 and TC26 healthcare mobile computers. They are the ultimate cost-effective devices that provide all the features for non-clinical healthcare workers that they need to communicate, document, and stay connected from anywhere on campus or beyond. Uh, you can choose from Wi-Fi only or cellular options with Zebra's leading voice solutions and mobility DNA tools to deploy healthcare-ready 5-inch display devices with easily removed batteries and a wide selection of potential accessories. Uh, the TC26 also now supports Citizens Band Radio Service, or CBRS, for use in large areas for wireless coverage. So, sounds like these are some pretty cool devices that you might want to deploy in a healthcare setting, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Not just good tech, but healthcare-specific tech. That's important. That is very important. You're right. Not just any old tech will do. We've talked about that plenty of times on the podcast. You don't want to give somebody just a standard iPhone or an Android phone. You can't that you can't guarantee it's going to work the same way in healthcare. All right. Well, hey, to learn more and find plenty of helpful sales tools and a video overview of the TC series of mobile computers, check out the link in the show notes.